JK, knuckle deep in that ass. Today, on episode 10, JK and Joey get into NFL London. We talk Louis C.K. We discuss the city of Buffalo. We give a Kaepernick update. We out some fucknuts. And we bring back This Week in Hip Hop. All on a shave your pubes and punch you in the face type of podcast show. Let's go. Okay, our uh, our Twitter is at JK and A N D Joey Pod P O D. That's our Twitter handle. Um, I updated uh, with all the episodes, all the links, a bunch of random comments from the two of us. Instagram is at JKing with W I T Joey. We are also on Facebook, JKing with Joey. Um, we are also now on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, all platforms where you can get podcasts. And for anything we talk about during the show, I put links on our Facebook episode threads so whatever we talk about on a specific episode you go to that thread on our facebook page and you'll find pretty much everything we talked about we encourage our fans to reach out to us you got issues you got beefs you want to give us props reach out if you submit anything as a fan and we like it chances are it will make it on the podcast right no i agree Collaring Kaepernick, uh, I did see that the Nike sales were up 30%, mm-hmm. but the stock went down. That's okay. Stocks, they go up and down all the time. I'd, and rather, I'd rather have the sales, to be honest. I listened to a bunch of different people's opinions. I listened to uh, documentaries. I, I just did a lot of deep diving into the Kaepernick bullshit. Mm-hmm. What I've seen is most, the most of the gripes in people – with Kaepernick was doing kneeling during the anthem. Yes. But the other one was, why is he picking this topic? Like I'm hearing everybody, why this topic? Why does he pick this, this topic or that topic? Or, you know, there's a lot worse things going on in the United States. How is that even a, uh, a good gripe, a good bitch? Because if he picks something else, you just bitch. They should be picking something else. Yeah. Like no matter what he picks, as a, as a purpose, you're going to be bitching and moaning that he should have picked something else. Well, he's black, and there's nothing bigger in the black community right now than police brutality. But if you go through his history in life, mm-hmm. they use that against him. Yes, he is half black, mm-hmm. but he's never known his dad. His dad bailed at birth, gave birth by a white woman who gave him up for adoption at five months old to a pretty amazing white family. Right. Predominantly white town was raised... And then for him to have this purpose, which I don't mind, I think it's a great thing to have stand up for something, but you're kind of confusing your critics. He's At the end of the day, he's still a black man. True. In America. But he's never had the black struggle himself. Uh, well, yeah, I don't, I've never heard of him getting arrested or anything like that. I mean, maybe it's happened to friends of his, maybe it's happened to other family members i mean i who knows but i'm sure i don't maybe he's just an activist at heart maybe he just didn't like what was going on and 
That's, it is what it is. But I mean, people are just, here's my thing. You don't like it. You don't agree with it. That's fine. That's great and all well and good. You don't have to. The extremes that people are going to, like, I don't know if you saw it just a day ago, there was a barbershop owner. He had to come out and apologize because he had a Colin Kaepernick doll hanging from a noose inside of his shop. Oh, like that's, that's just proving his, you're proving his point is what you're doing. The kneeling is his right. And it's not like it just happened when Trump was in office. He did this when Obama was in office. Right. So it's not because of Trump. It's not because of Republicans or anything like this. It's just a stance that he's trying to take. And if anyone, if anyone tells me again that he's not blackballed in the NFL, he's just not good, I swear to God, it's the stupidest argument you can have. You're telling me right now the Bills couldn't use Colin Kaepernick? Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you bring up the Bills. I mean, we'll come back to the Kaepernick thing. But, I mean, because the, the word going on around is that the Jags will be moving to London and being a London NFL team. Really? Shouldn't the Bills be the team that we send over there? <laughs> Why are we going to give them a Super Bowl caliber, probably this year, Super Bowl caliber team? I don't understand how they're going to do that. That, that, is, that is the most gigantic disadvantage for an away team ever. The Jags have not lost. They're the only team that plays there every time. But most of those games in London are fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but let's give them a terrible team. Right, no, I agree. Yeah. We're going to give them the fucking Jags who will be good for the next decade. I mean, they're now, young now, squad. I mean, the Jags were really bad for a really long time. Buffalo football is all they really have. So I think that they have a pretty substantial fan base. I mean, that might be the way that they're looking at it. And Jacksonville is not really that big of a market. I mean, I'm trying to think of what other market you could move. But Jacksonville only has football too. They don't have basketball or hockey. or. Yeah, but you see more Bills fans. I mean, the Bills have been around forever. The Jags were an expansion team, what, in like 2000? Something like that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there should be a team in London. Give them games. Give them a few games a year. But I don't think that there should be a team in London at all. But yeah. if you're going to send a team over, yeah, based on record and the sheer shittiness of the team, yeah, you give them the Bills. Or the Browns. No, the Browns. They're going to win their division this year, I now hope. Good. Now they look good, yeah. Ugh, so much crazy shit going on, but I don't know. I, I, again, on Kaepernick, let's everyone just, everyone just need to calm down. Like, it happened. It is what it is. He's not doing it anymore. He's not in the league. It's over. What are you going to do? He has, that, he has that freedom, whether you like it or not. Devontae Davis? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I'm trying to, um... I mean, as far as me, when I heard about it, I don't know. I got this, this proud feeling inside of me. Like it takes a lot to walk away from the game from millions of dollars. And the fact that he did it at halftime, like he just said, you know, in the middle of the game, he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Unless he later on said he's the guy that says, oh shit, I did. I fucked up. I need to go back. But if he, if he stays away from the game and is happy, that makes I'm proud of the guy. I, the big the big controversy was um, it was that he just left. He didn't tell anybody. He just got dressed. His team went out in the field, and he just bounced from the stadium. That's what everyone was all buttered about. But but you're talking about at halftime. It happened at halftime. It happened at halftime. Yeah, but yes. the rest they went out for the third quarter, and he just stayed in the locker room and just bounced. Can't let his teammates know he was quitting or anything. I give him more respect for that. Like to go around and and look, uh, pay attention to me, look at me, and and right, make, right, right. make make it about him. A distraction, right. yeah. When they're trying to win a football game. But let's be honest. Do you think his heart wasn't in the game, or do you just think that he's like, "Fuck, I got to play for the Bills. We're gonna suck. There's no, there's no way we're gonna make it to the playoffs or even a Super Bowl. What's the point of being here?" I why, think that weighed in. Why damage my body, or why risk my body, or my my health 
to play for this to play for this team. Uh, if that's the case, if he's truly thinking like that, <clears throat> then next year we're going to see him on a different team, and then this will be all just bullshit. I can see it. I mean, but if he truly stays away from the game, I think uh, you know I have much respect for him. Half time, just packing his shit up, just walking away. I think he'll stay away. I if you talk to a lot of these football players, they don't really want to play be playing football. They'd rather be doing anything else. It's just they're really good at it. They know they can make a million dollars. Right. That's so the reason they do it. Somewhere during that first half, there might have been he might have took a big hit or gave a big hit or mm-hmm. and, and it just sunk in like, damn, we fucking suck this season. <laughs> you know I mean, like you they probably concussion for, you think it took a concussion for him to realize that the fucking bills suck? Well, it took I think it took two games for him to realize it. You know I mean, like they probably came into the season with high hopes. <laughs> You know, with uh, maybe the Patriots were going to start to downslide and maybe they can get into the playoffs, but that's not the case. He's probably like sitting on the bench. Like, how many third and outs are these assholes going to give me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How, many, how much time? Yeah, the, imagine the amount of time he's spending on the field with that offense sucking like that. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, good for him. That's my opinion. I'm, I, I'm not mad about it. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I'm mad about it at all. I mean, he's got Nathan Peterman as his quarterback, and then he's not working out, and then they throw a fucking another shit quarterback who's a rookie who they said is going to be a three or four year project. Now they got him starting the game. He knows goddamn well they're going to go one and fifteen or two and fourteen. So he's again, he's probably like, why harm myself on the football field or just fucking get out? I have millions of dollars. My family's set. You know, all these mouth breathing idiots that just sit back and eat popcorn and pizza. You know from their couch all fucking day telling some guy who's been in the NFL for 10 years, how he should feel about his body and his finances. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if I got signed by the bills, I'd, I'd retire immediately. I'm surprised that whole, I'm surprised that whole team's not demanding trade requests. Not only are you on a terrible fucking team, but you're in Buffalo. It's, it's, I mean, it's always under snow. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, it's like, and have you seen the city of Buffalo? It looks like Reading, to be honest with you. Like the row homes, and it just it looks like shit. Fuck Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Made it to four straight Super Bowls. You couldn't win one. Fuck yourselves. That's a hell of a run. That's, yeah. That's worse than the Eagles. We made it to four straight <laughs> NFC Championship games. I don't know. How, I, it's crazy. You can't win one. Uh, I, I didn't have anything. Oh, Louis, do you want to touch on Louis C.K.? Louis C.K., he had, you know, he was kind of banned from everything. Uh, I guess a couple of women came forward and said that he invited them to his um, hotel room or whatever room, and he would just pull down his pants and just start masturbating in front of them. Uh, he would ask permission first. Did he, he ask permission? Once they gave permission, then he then he proceeded to do that. Well, then what's the, why is he in trouble then? Because the women came out and talked about it, which then puts him in a perverted Me Too moment. I don't okay. think what he did was. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do it. But I don't think what he did was wrong. I think he did the right thing by asking first, and they gave permission. And uh, apparently, the women would just the women that came forward said all they did really did was laugh at him, you know, giggle and laugh. Okay, all right. So I, I misheard this story. I just thought that he was just doing it to. I, I heard he was doing it to female comedians like they weren't as correct uh, popular or anything like that. Like just holding them back, whatever. So I just thought that's what I heard. Okay. So yeah, I don't understand what the problem is, but anyway. He's been away for a while, understandably, because he got all this all this heat. Yep. And um, he did a surprise appearance at a, a very small comedy club in New York City. And I guess people were outraged. 
um, and he made a joke about a rape whistle, about how you know, um, I guess the the joke was something along the lines of how how germy a rape whistle can be, and people got really offended by that. Like, why is he talking about that when he's accused of all these things, doing all these things? And I just wanted to see what you what you thought about him. I guess I wouldn't hear need that. to hear the hear the joke or maybe have more information about the joke. I mean, what was his reference to it? Why was the rape whistle germy? Forget the joke. Forget the joke. People were just okay. mad that he was there. But that just added on to it. Before uh, that, people were getting up and leaving. Okay. They were mad that he was out of the cave, you know. Correct. Trying to make a living. And, and working some material out. Correct. Because he was one of the best. I mean, he was one of the most renowned comedians. Absolutely. In the world. And he's, I mean, he wasn't on my top five, but he's still a great comedian. Yes. Absolutely. Um, but you can't expect the guy not to make a living ever again. He's an edgy. Uh, he's been edgy. Mm-hmm. Just not. It's not my forte to do something like that. But I don't understand why you just want to have sex with him. Why you just want to jerk off in front of him? That's where the weird factor comes in. But I mean, do you think it's weird, or do you think it's a power thing? Apparently, he did it over the phone too. It's awesome. He ask you that. He's <laughs> like, rub your pubes against the phone. Right. 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 And Chappelle, I don't know if you're the joke of Chappelle's thing. Like Chappelle's like he on his last comedy special, he's like, "So you're making a big deal out of what? You don't know how to, you don't know how to hang up a phone. All <laughs> <laughs> you got to do is hang up the phone, right? You know, you don't have to sit there and take it. Again, I, I think the guy's got to make a living. He's got to come back at some point. You knew this time was going to come. If you don't want to see say him, no, don't go. Yeah, or say no when he asks if he could jerk off in front of you. Women, you have choices. <laughs> you don't have to get, uh, you know. And then now you're out in the motherfucker and ruining his career. That's fine. Right. You yeah. can enjoy it, you know, but don't, don't heckle the guy. Don't make him feel like a piece of garbage just because he has some weird sexual tendencies. The guy makes a living just like anyone else. You know, nobody knows what you do in your bedroom. No one gives a shit, you know, it, just because he makes millions of dollars and makes people laugh. Now you give a shit. And now you want to, you know, bring this whole, this guy's whole world down. It doesn't make any sense, but that's yeah. the fucking America that we live in. It's fucking stupid. And he's a ginger, so I felt like I needed to bring it up and stand up for my my peoples. So, good job. This week in hip hop. Mm, okay, I like this segment. Enjoy it. A couple weeks ago, cannabis. Can I Bus was released. I never really got into cannabis. I know that everyone else was like a great lyricist and shit, but he just was so angry all the time. Yeah, he was. And I just didn't, I couldn't get into his mathematics and all the shit he was spitting. Now watch me rip the tap from your arm, kick you in the groin, stick you for your vanguard award in front of your mom, your first, second, and third born, make your wife get on the horn, call Minister Farrakhan, so he could persuade me to squash it. I say, no, nah, he started it. He forgot what a hardcore artist is. A hardcore shit, we passed it. What is it? Uh, last week, fuck, we missed it. But last week, this day in hip-hop, uh, big released, ready to die. Mm. I like Life After Death better, but... It's it's still a classic. Warning, uh, that, uh, that song itself, I went and got a beeper custom made to have the same exact ringtone. Really? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah. That long, solid with Diddy, uh, With him and Diddy in the hot tub or whatever. Yeah. 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 
when was that 1994 23 years ago the year i graduated high school really damn a long time ago running high yep last week dmx the grand champ oh, that has one of my favorite intros of all time yeah that was grand champ was that was actually a very underrated underrated album 15 was, years ago that was the last album before he he fell apart yeah yep yeah i agree oh this had so many good songs with a hood at yeah dog intro which was oh fuck i love that intro oh so many good songs those A-O-K-O. first three cds were phenomenal oh then it came out with the year of the dog again in 2007 that Oh, yeah, and then the was... next year he came out with uh, the Year of the Shakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it was the year I didn't pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it was the year that I just, I'm meeting my son for the first time in the studio. <laughs> Did you see that shit? Oh, my God. Oh, painful to watch. <laughs> it's, it's depressing to see such a, uh, an impactful artist in my era such a dirtbag just yeah that was the drugs though That's falling apart poor guy that was drugs i don't know if you were in the big noid episodes of a hustler yes i love big noid big noid yeah mob deep affiliate yep fuck yeah he's uh kind of disappeared i don't know where he's been i think he's done rapping maybe he got shot i don't know it's possible yeah it didn't make big news no no, that was that was a that was a really underground album. Yeah. Um, also, Method Man and Red Man's Blackout. Great album. The Rock Wilder. Yep. That's a fucking great song. Yeah, that was a good album. What else was on that album? That was 19 years ago. Jesus, really? Is that fucking old? Yeah, <laughs> 19 old years ago. The Rock Wilder. He's a, Method Man's another one. He suffers from bad beat selection too. Shine. Oh, one of my Shine's favorite albums. First album came out uh, 18 years ago. One of my favorite to albums the, of all time. Yeah, to to this week, yeah. Oh, that, that album had so many good... Oh! <laughs> that one, I, yeah, matter of fact, I was singing that at work last night. For really? For some stupid reason, I was yelling it over and over again. That, as good as that song is, it's, it's not even on my top five songs on that album. Right. I mean, but in all fairness, that song was heavily overplayed on the radio. Yeah, and I don't get it. Like, that was like a hard song. Like, gangsta gangsta song. Somehow, Puffy, I think Puffy gave like an innocence to shine somehow until, yeah. until he shot that bitch. But <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll take away your innocence. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even, you, you shot her uh, in a roundabout way. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, didn't he, like, shoot something up high and it fell yeah, and yeah. hit her in the face? He shot. The bullet ricocheted, that's right. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. then he shot up in the air. Yes, he, he shot up in the air and the bullet, bullet really ricocheted and hit the bitch in the face. Oh, what uh, luck. And he got deported. Well, he did what ten? He did ten years in jail, something like that. Yeah, he did it. Uh, he did a nice, uh, sweet album over the phone. That album's terrible. <laughs> Imagine, but if that chick died, he'd, be, he'd still be in jail. It was anticipated, it though. Whether he was in jail or not, it sucked or not. Like that album was highly anticipated. Oh, I know. Like yeah, people well, wanted that, to hear it because the first one was so good, and like yeah. he, he could have had a great career. Yes, and people were itching for 
some fucking shine. 20 years ago, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. One of the first hip-hop albums I ever heard in full. It was a good album. Not uh, Everyone says it's one of these great hip-hop albums. It was good, in my, in my opinion. It had some songs on there, but it wasn't, I don't think it was great. I loved Volume 1. Fucking. I, I like Volume 3. Volume 1 and Volume 3, I enjoyed and reasonable doubt, I fucking love that album. He's got Jay Z's got some duds too. For as much praise as he gets, oh I know he's got some duds. He puts out a lot of content, mm-hmm. like that four 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 album. I, I didn't see what the big fucking did. He wasn't even rapping on it. He was talking mm-hmm. over beats. True. So I don't even know what. The and fuck was that the one they did over? Or... Yeah, title. You can only get it on fucking title. Yeah. His, his streaming service. Yeah, it was smart what? for him to do though. I mean, it, this was a big album that came out this week, uh, 10 years ago. T.I.'s Paper Trail was a pretty big fucking album. It was a huge album, yeah. Yeah. Did that have uh, Rubber Band Man? No. No, that had the one with Rihanna. Uh, let me let me look at it. Oh, Live Your Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live Your Life. Swing Your Rag is a pretty big song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to get, you, you yourself used to get fucking hammered. And sw- take your shirt off and swing it around the top of your head with that song blasting. T.I. gets me hype. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dead and Gone with Justin Timberlake. That was a huge song. I didn't yeah. like that song. Swagger Like um, Us. Swagger yeah. Like Us, yeah. All right, this is a really, yeah. yeah. You know, my favorite song in that album is actually the intro. I like a lot of intros. Sometimes the intros are the best songs. Just like the, the intro in General Mission. Yes, yes, yep. Uh, was that Alpha Omega? No, it was uh, where he, he does a rap. There's no music behind him for like minutes, and he's building up, building up. I gotta listen to that again. Seventeen years ago, Jaw Rules, Pain is Love. <laughs> Um, that had a couple good songs on it, I believe. Let me look at the track list. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jarrell either, but you got to give it up to the guy. The guy was, the guy was in the game for a long time. Yeah, but don't you not, think he for a long time. lost his career because of my diss in one of my songs? 2% did, did get him. Yeah. 2% brought him down to 0%. Yeah, I called his bitch ass out. I said, put down the mic and come get me. <laughs> and then and then I think he came and got you and he got lost. <laughs> yeah, he got lost. He's like, where's where his Redding? <laughs> He's probably still looking. He's probably still up yeah. there. Looking for you. That's right. Tupac. Two percent. Club life. That's how we do it out here on this underground real shit, nigga. It's the heat, nigga. In any country, prison is where society sends its failures. But in this country, society itself is failing. 
This is the Fuck Nut News Feed. The Fuck Nut News Feed. Where motherfuckers do some fucked up shit. Where motherfuckers should have been swallowed instead of being born. Yeah. Let's get into these fuck nuts. Elizabeth Smart's kidnapper has been released from prison. I don't know if you've seen that. I did not. It was, Who is Elizabeth Smart? She again? was a 14-year-old that was kidnapped. She was held captive for like nine months, I think. Almost a year. That's a long time. And um, I believe the man was molesting her. And the point being, while all this stuff was going on, the woman in the house was keeping it hush hush wanda yeah she went to jail too but she was released right i says here it says here two days ago elizabeth elizabeth smart's kidnapper wanda barzy goes wild first night out of prison what does that mean goes wild spent wednesday night at a salt lake city hotel and according to a guest staying in an adjacent room barzy went on a religious tirade she was wailing religious scripture at the top of her lungs the guest also says Barzi was loudly praising Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism. Oh, fucking psycho. She shouldn't be out of prison is why I'm bringing it up, I feel. She's an accomplice to... Yes. 15 years she was in jail. Was it that long? Yes. Yeah, released from prison Wednesday after serving 15 years. How would you feel if you were the, the kidnappee, though? If you were the person getting kidnapped and somebody that just stood by and watched you get tortured for nine months to a year was released? Is she standing up and talking about it? Is she voicing her own uh, opinion? She, on, she reacted on Instagram, as everybody does nowadays. Uh, uh, she said, without a doubt, the past few weeks have been a roller coaster of emotion. May we all remain vigilant in, our, in watching over our families, friends, and community from anyone who would seek to hurt or take advantage. Well, she just stood there and watched her be raped repeatedly during that. I mean, as a 14, 15-year-old. And you think she deserves to be released? No. Oh. Oh, no, I thought you said that. I brought it up because because she was released. Oh, I thought you said it was a long time coming or something like that. I thought that's what you. I thought that's what you said. I was probably misquoting you. If, I mean, fifteen years isn't isn't enough as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't think so. She mm-hmm. should be having the same exact sentence as her husband. I mean, she did, maybe not the same, but I forget what he's serving. What kind of moral compass do you have though to just see a poor little girl? Let it happen. Yeah, where is this? Utah. Mm, oh yeah that's fucking mormon central those people are fucking that that's the religion where you can have more than one wife because the the husband or the guy got life in prison brian david mitchell yeah he got life for what he did but she only did 15 when she could have saved that girl day one or was she the actual kidnapper the only thing that they let her out at 15 years but the only thing she has to do is register as a sex offender for letting it happen. But here's the motive. The motive they said was sexual abuse and religious delusion. And she gets out of jail and she's fucking spouting off of the mouth at all this religious bullshit. Yeah. She's a fuck nut. Like she didn't do anything wrong. Like, no, she's not. She's just going, apparently she's just going on a fucking time. How would you feel if you were, (laughs) if you were right, right across the hotel from her, (laughs) you were the room across from her. And you knew exactly who she was and what happened. And she's going off on all this shit. I think whatever you do would just keep her, it would keep her going. So you kind of want her to shut up, let her tire herself out. But last week, officer arrested after killing man inside apartment she thought was her own. Yes. 
this fucking story. So I didn't know until I actually opened up the article that she was even a police officer. I thought it was just a woman that went home, went, yeah, on, the wrong, yeah. went on the wrong floor, walked in the wrong apartment, and thought somebody was you know, robbing her apartment and shot and killed somebody. Unless you're absolutely hammered out of your mind or on some kind of uh, hallucinogen, how the fuck do you not know where your apartment is? Uh, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say like, there's 10 floors of identical looking everything okay all right let's give her the benefit of the doubt the door wasn't open i would imagine she had to it might have been if it was locked there's no excuse and from what i'm hearing residents said that she was banging on the door yes i heard that as well but now do you see that, the new report that came out the now they're coming out with the guy that was murdered they came out and said well he, he had weed he had marijuana in his, in his apartment yeah that's fucking stupid that's insane they're, they're making him out to be a bad guy because there was a joint that in a back room that they probably shouldn't have been in. It wasn't part of the investigation. Right. And marijuana is the most harmless fucking thing right. you can have. And this lady's going, just walking into his house, spraying him up. And then, there's, and then the NRA came out and said, well, if he had a gun, this wouldn't have happened. It's just, it's just delusion on top of delusion on top of delusion. Yeah, and somebody put up the $300,000 bond, the collateral. Oh, she out? out? Yeah. I can't make. She I mean, was still in uniform. Yeah, she was coming home from work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now they're trying to trace her moves throughout that night. It's just, imagine just minding your own, you're in your own apartment. You want to hear, hear the best part about this? I'm sorry to cut you off. You want to hear the best part about this? She Good. still has a job. <sighs> She's still making a paycheck? Dallas police chief explains why she hasn't fired cop who shot neighbor dead. I guess until. Let me ask you this. If, if, uh, if. I hate to play do the race thing, but if this if this guy was white, do you think this is as a big deal, or do you think that they're bringing up that he had marijuana in his room, or trying to place it any other way other than a cop just shot somebody? I think yes. This isn't a matter of race. This is more a matter of a cop that made a massive mistake that they are trying to save the precinct because not only the cop is going to get a lawsuit. The precinct is going to get a lawsuit. It's oh, going to yeah. cost the precinct a lot of money. So I feel like they're going to do their best no matter what color the person is. If I was his family, I'd go after fucking everything. Oh, and uh, forgive us. Forgive us for the very little laughs in this episode. I promise we'll get back to the funny next week. I'm, I, I'm not mad about it. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I want to give a big thank you to my co-host, Joey Shalamo, a.k.a. Joey Faya, because he spits that real shit. A.K.A. Joe Seth Curry, because he's money from outside the PA. Hey, I'm out of here like a fat kid in dodgeball. I want to thank the audience for fucking with us. From Reading to Queens and everything in between, we out. Thus I rose up from the concrete, making something from nothing with parsley. Cause every single person I can spend the first to think of the better than the better is a whip that broken. So I'm lashing with an everlasting passion, rapping when I shake it with a cushion. Don't want to take it there, but we got to make it clear. We'll drop you in a heartbeat Watching your buzz die down We're getting ours right now You can try but you'll never stop Killing up Got us screaming for more Independent living now We're keeping it raw We're killing up Breaking down walls Knock them to the ground as we watch them all fall Let me slow it down